Welcome to Flow State Business. Welcome back to another week on the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here and hopefully this is going to be a really interesting chat and I would love to hear your thoughts on it as I go through how AI, especially ChatGPT, might be working really well in your business or whether you're still exploring where it sits exactly and if it sits and how it sits. So either way, I want to open up that can of worms and have a really, really good chat about it, bring in the energetics, bring in the flow, bring in how I think about it from a spiritual perspective as well and how I'm using it from a strategic point of view to help me get more time back in my day. So if that is of interest, you're in the right place and we'll get stuck into it shortly. But, you know, I wanted to just also spend a little bit of time updating all of you on what has been going on. We are really enjoying Texas life. We took a little bit of a trip to San Antonio. If you're watching this on YouTube, there is a vlog all about San Antonio. I'm so glad we did that. It was a really, really cool trip. One of those weekend, it was like a long weekend but I didn't really know whether I was going to enjoy it or whether we'd like it. I didn't really know much about San Antonio, but we just wanted to mix things up and change things up because honestly, there was a lot of heavy energy in and around the business visa stuff. We've really been climbing up quite a mountain, which I will talk about on a separate episode because I think there is certain energetics in there that I want to share with you. But one of them was to take a trip away and kind of short circuit the frequency around what we were focusing on, which wasn't so good. We were focusing on all the shit stuff and why it wasn't working and how hard it felt. And a trip like this can really bring back a lot of life and perspective and overall calmness back to the whole thing. So that was really amazing. We are now back in Austin, Texas and loving just being grounded and settled and not having to move so heavily around everywhere. Even though we've been in the States for the last, whatever it is, almost two months now, we've been moving quite a bit. You know, we did LA, we've done New York, we've done Texas. And then in that, we've just had different places where we've stayed, different accommodations that we've booked. And I said to Michael one night, really out of this sense of frustration, but I was almost crying because it was that level of frustration where, you know, I was discussing with him this desire to not move around so much for a little bit. I wanted to just ground and find my focus and get a lot of the up in the air energy back into my center and really use that to focus on the things that I wanted to achieve inside of the business and inside of family life. So a lot of dynamics going on in there. But all in all, it has been a really wonderful, you know, getaway so far. I can't fully say hand on heart that I feel like a local here. Although one thing that was amazing was my local coffee shop. I go to Two Hands in South Congress. It is I believe an Australian owned cafe, or at least like there's some Aussie influence in there. There's even like an Australia Bondi Beach poster on the inside, which was so nice to have that little reminder of home. And I saw that as like a sign from the universe of this is your place. And anyway, the first day we went there, we made friends with an amazing host and she was just so accommodating and so lovely. And so happened she just moved from California a couple of months ago herself. So I have a little friend there, which is awesome. Uh, The barista in there asked for my name the other day. And then she said, 
it's just really nice to get to know the locals around here. And I, I was really chuffed with myself, like I'm a local, people are recognizing me. I guess that there is also like this level of there's not a lot of Australian accents around in Texas, although it's not as novel as it was when I was traveling here in 2019. People were so amazed that there was like an Aussie accent about in many ways, I feel like these are examples of the world getting more and more global and it's not like a shock or a surprise now to have someone all the way from down under in the USA and that kind of thing. But from time to time, I will get a double take and people will be like, wait, do you have an accent? <laughs> anyway, it's been awesome to come back into focus and I have kicked so many goals in the business. December was, yeah, you know, kind of just like floating through enjoying holiday vibes. January, uh, the first half of it was about planning and getting started towards the end of January. So much momentum, so much flow came back in. We had done a whole bunch of planning for the business for the next quarter. Michael and I love to sit down and do micro strategy sessions where we basically sprint out the next 90 days. And we think about what is it that's going to lead us to that end goal? What is it that we desire to have? So For us, making 100K months is very normal. So 300K quarters are very normal. How to stretch that out to 500K months is something that we like to challenge ourselves with and looking at what has been missing in the business, what haven't we talked about for some time. We also look at what did we launch this time last year that did really, really well and create a bit of a cycle around our offerings. So this time last year, I had launched a really cool masterclass. It was an hour and a half to two hours long. And it was called Big Dollar Energy. That Big Dollar Energy Masterclass led on to a couple of other offers, which led my clients into microminds and masterminds and eventually longer term private coaching with me. And that one class, which was super low ticket, had really set me up for the rest of the year. I had a couple of clients who came on board and were paying me, you know, $50,000 for that whole year or $35,000 for a half year, whatever that looked like in terms of their package. So we had a lot of incoming high level, high net worth cash flow inside of the business. And this is why I wanted to talk to you all about the idea of how you can get more time back and also how you can fold the time around where you're spending a lot of energy and effort right now so that you can focus on the big things inside of your business strategy. And I want to zoom into a really, really micro area that's very relevant right now. And this is the conversation that's happening worldwide, especially in the content creator world, in the entrepreneurial world. If you are anyone who produces content online, you have to be living under a rock if you haven't heard of chat GPT or chat AI. And I want to have that really open discussion with you around what I've been doing to play around with this tool and to better understand how it sits energetically within my business. Because I've been really enjoying, firstly, I'll just say I've been really enjoying playing around with this tech. It has been something that's been in my world for the last five or six years because I did work for in the tech startup world and I would hear a lot of this conversation inside of that world anyway. So to see it out there in terms of open source right now is just so cool. I remember six years ago, me and the guys in the team, well, they were sort of teaching me and giving me information on what was advancing inside of the machine learning world. And to kind of see that now in the format of a chat AI tool is 
just very cool to me. So one of the things that has been really, really amazing for ChatGPT user, especially if you are a content creator, a coach, or an entrepreneur, is using it to get the ideas started. So I'm not necessarily using ChatGPT to like write full scripts and then just like putting it out there in the world. I don't think anybody is. And if you are, then I think you need to reassess how you're using that tool. It really is an amazing way to create a framework, to get your mind organized, to get an outline out there on the page. And then it gets your creative flow going. It gets your knowledge base ticking over. So for example, I might be typing in, write a script for a podcast episode on all things chat AI and chat GPT. And I didn't do it for this episode, but this is an example of how I would do it. And it would literally spit out an entire script, you know, like it would say intro, here are some talking points, and then you can go deeper and ask for it to tone up. So you can use certain tones. Like some of my favorite tones would be things like write something in the voice of Lady Gaga. Like do that. It is so funny what comes out. And honestly, like as I read it, I think about her, but I think the version of ChatGPT and how it references Lady Gaga is like during her monster days. So it's really funny. It's like, what's up, little monsters? Like, I doubt she would say that anymore, but it's hilarious. You can pick certain voices. Like I would say, write the next paragraph in the tone of Taylor Swift. And then her kind of languaging will come out. It's very philosophical and yeah, it's it's really cool. And it references like, make sure you take some time to find my Easter eggs because, you know, Taylor's really known for her Easter eggs and her video clips and things like that. But with all that being said, I find it really useful to get my mind going. And that is where I feel a lot of procrastination lies for me. I don't know if it's the same for you. But sometimes like I'll just be sitting there going, oh, I really want to write something today. I really want to put something out there on Instagram. And then nothing comes and I get really easily distracted by food or whatever it is. What ChatGPT has done is it's just as I sit down, I open up the platform, I type in, give me an outline for what I can write about energetics in business slash money slash manifestation slash making in the last hour. And it will just be like, bam, 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 five or six different dot points will come out. And not all of them will resonate. Sometimes only one resonates, sometimes none. And then I'll ask it to do it again in another way. And then I see a sentence or sometimes it's just a word, like one word. And I'm like, bam, there it is. I take that word and then I write it inside of Google Docs. So I don't write it so much inside of the chat AI platform. I just use it to create ideas And then I take it off into my platform, which is Google Docs at the moment, and I write in there. So that is one way that I'm finding it super helpful. It has literally given me hours and hours of time back every single day. And I'm able to just get really fire and really focused in on my content. And it has just really, really assisted me. One of the things that I was talking about with one of my clients who is heavily into content creation And she writes for others as well as writing for herself, as as well as creating a lot of content. 
And she was expressing to me how scared she was about the evolution of chat GPT and how she really feels it's like the end of an era for what she's offering and what she's monetizing. And in fact, a lot of the things that she had on offer inside of her funnels were things like copywriting templates or scripts or, you know, certain blurbs that you can write on Instagram. Do you remember how like a couple of years ago, it was so popular to buy like a bank of Instagram quotes and um, hashtags and all those sorts of things. So my client is in that area of work at the moment and her niche is focused really on content writing for socials. So she had a little freak out with me and I said to her, do you know what? Like there's so many opportunities inside of ChatGPT that can help you really further your business. So if you're in that frame of mind right now of how it's affecting you and I even had another client of mine, not the same client, but another one say to me, I almost don't want anyone to talk about it in case people haven't discovered it yet. And she had this belief that the people that hadn't discovered ChatGPT were her clients and the people that had weren't her clients. Let me tell you this much. There are people who are still freaked out with ChatGPT and AI in general that they won't touch it. Maybe some of you are listening and going, I don't even know how to get to this platform or I've heard of it, but I've not used it. There will be clients who think it's still too hard and they can't be bothered. They don't want to spend their time there. Personally, for me, I express through writing. So this is a really exciting tool for me to use inside of the business, but there will be other business owners who are like, listen, I know it's there, but I can't be fucked using that. And that's not something that I really want to learn. P.S. You don't really have to learn too much. You just type in stuff and press enter. But in saying that, there are so many opportunities still for people who don't want to spend their energy there. And you can use it as a tool to strengthen what you're doing. So as copywriters, as content creators, I feel like there is a lot of fear for sure. Maybe even some ego, you know, like I don't need something like that to prove that I am up with what's going on technologically speaking. Or it could even be this sense of I need to prove to myself that I don't need to use that tool in order to further my business or in in order to further my content or to be more seen and that kind of thing, or it doesn't sound authentic. Let me tell you this, ChatGPT can sound so authentically you if you guide it to be so. And like I said at the very beginning, you're not using it word for word. If you are, then of course, it's not going to sound like you. It's not going to sound authentic. It's still very, very early stages, which is freaky by the way, because I think that it gets pretty close to my tone of voice, but I still take it off and I add the rubyisms in there. You know, like I add the things that make it sound very me, like, you know, the way that I speak or the way that I punctuate the very Australian things that I say, it's very, very me still. You're just using it as a way to get you closer to the point and it's fantastic. So don't freak out if you're in that field going, oh my goodness, like how am I going to keep this business running? The opportunities are there for sure. And I think if you spent some time just sitting down and brainstorming, what are some ways around this or what are some ways that I can really utilize the platform to further my business, you'll be surprised with the ideas that come through for sure. I also believe that if you are using ChatGPT as like, I don't know, a dirty little secret or something that you're kind of not sure where you stand on it yet, just give it some time, learn about how to use it better. 
I have been YouTubing, how others have used it. There's a ton of resources also on LinkedIn. People have literally collated like 100-page documents on LinkedIn with different commands that you can use. And I like flipping through those every now and again just to see if there's any commands that I haven't stumbled across, which there always are, and I want to try that out for my content. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. It's at this point in time really here to help us experiment And if you're deeply, deeply into the world of conspiracies and it's not doing good things for you and you're feeling like there's a lot of toxic energy around using something like this, obviously at that point in time, you have to do what you need to do to protect your energy. So the spiritual component to chat AI is really going to come down to how is it that you are asking your guides and source energy or whoever it is that you lead to for guidance outside in the spiritual world to help you see its possibilities or to help protect your energy in and around it. Everybody is going to respond to it so differently. Everybody's going to have a different frame that they're looking through. When I was working in my tech startup, I mean, I had like 50-50% of the team who were major conspiracists and would always say, you know, don't log into this platform or this social media channel is very evil and we know exactly what goes behind it in terms of privacy and data collection. And then you'd have the other half that was like always thinking about how it's going to innovate and change the face of the world. I truly believe that so much of that is linked to the spiritual aspects of your purpose work and what you're here to help the world balance through and to see different perspectives. So there's no pressure at all in having to use it to be successful. There's no pressure at all to try it out if it doesn't feel good for you right now. This episode is really just here to show you what I'm doing in terms of playing around with the new tech and leaning into the playfulness and the fun of it. If next week it doesn't resonate with me, if for whatever reason it just starts to freak me out, then I will step away and I'll find ways through it and around it. But for now, I am loving it. It has given me a lot of time, focus, energy, excitement back. One of the other things that I'm loving about it is the research component. So I'm able to type something through and the next sentence I'll say, can you please find me evidence to back this argument? Or can you please find that quote from, I don't know, like Oprah Winfrey to back this particular piece? And it literally is like Google. I mean, there's arguments that ChatGPT is the Google killer. I don't know how true that is, but I've definitely used it more and more as a search function rather than having to toggle between Google Docs and Google itself and Google the thing and go through all of the responses. The fact of the matter is ChatGPT is literally hooked up to the internet and I can ask it a question of, can you give me you know, this quote from this person and there it is right in front of me within a matter of seconds. So let me know in the comments if this is something that you want to try out. If this is something that you have tried out, you liked it, you didn't like it, what is your point of view on all of this? I am loving it. So I want to keep discussing this a little bit further, maybe even do, once I kind of get more of a hang of it, some of my own commands that I know some of you would really like from an energetic standpoint, how you use it as like a spiritually led, soul led entrepreneur so that you're not just sounding like a robot. And I would love to share some of my own discoveries with it to make it feel more authentic and more you. Let me know if that's something that you're looking to get more into or if you'd like my insights on that. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this. Give it a like, leave me a review if you love this episode or a comment below on YouTube and I will catch you in the next one. Bye everyone.